Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Thank you and welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio. I am your hostess, Clarice Connolly, and I am an accountability and empowerment coach. So I'm supporting individuals in really implementing the structures and the support system to really impact the goals that they want to create or the places in which they've really kind of maybe dropped the ball or just want to go a little bit further. And so if you're interested in finding out more about me, I can be found at empoweringwomen.coach. And enough about me. I'm really excited about our guest today. As you may be aware of, I've been moving around a little bit. I moved up to Portland and the scene in Portland is just so incredibly empowering. So I'm so excited to be out in the community making connections and finding women that are living from their heart, empowering the world and bringing them to you. So as always, you know, listen to what the stories are and see how maybe they're not exactly what you're up to or what you want to create, but how can you listen for yourself and really take in what you could gain from this. And with that being said, welcome to the mic, Rachel O'Rourke. Hey, and welcome to Portland. Yes. Amazing. So Rachel, immediately when I first met her, I just was like, I love this woman. And I can't wait for you to fall in love with her too, because she's such an incredibly empowering woman who's out in the world. And so how did you get started? What was your life like before you really jumped in and just started making ripples? In oh Portland? my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm a transplant as well. So I'm not from Portland. I'm actually from Northern California and I've been here for about four years and man, my life is like crazy different from the moment I moved here to the moment I'm here now. And I, I really do think that Portland is like this magnet for like in, in women like, that want to make an mm-hmm. impact in the world. So I'm sure that's why you're here. I know yeah. it's why I'm here. <laughs> it's amazing. And don't, uh, don't everybody come rushing at once. No. Just so you know, it's a little impacted. It's no, no, no vacancy, no vacancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's, I know. Well, the rent, the rent and the housing prices are so high just oh because everybody wants, wants to, to live, live here. here. It's wow. cool. It's amazing. So I'm going to bring you a little slice of Portland. And so tell us your story. How did you get started? I mean, you're no different than everyone else. You had a nine to five. You're a mother of three yeah. and you're living the American dream. And then decided <laughs> one day, maybe not. Oh man. Well, you know, I think if there's like a pivotal point in my life where things really started shifting, it was in January of 2014. And I remember this specifically because I was sitting in my cubicle at work. I was doing marketing for a local news station and my coworker had come up to me and said, Rachel, do you want to do the Chico bodybuilding show with me? And I was like, Misty, hell no, (laughs) no way I'm going to do that. Um, being in front of thousands of people for one terrified me. And then the thought of getting into a bikini in front of people was like, yeah, that's not happening. And 
um, she was persistent and like really, really wanted me to do it with her because it was her dream and mm -hmm. she like couldn't do it alone. And so I started researching on Instagram and like looking at women that actually did this kind of stuff mm -hmm. and was like, that is not the type of woman that I am. These women were like extraordinarily fit, just looked amazing. I had them up on this beautiful pedestal. I'm like, they're goddesses. <laughs> and then I would look at myself in the mirror who's, you know, given birth to several children and mm -hmm. had, you know, breastfed those children. And so I'm, I've got uneven boobs and that are like, you know, size A and negative A respectively. And, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> And, you know, varicose veins in my legs and just a lot of imperfections. And as, right. as most women do, we notice those imperfections before we do the good stuff, right? Right. And within that time frame, uh, somebody on Facebook had shared this video by Lisa Nichols, which is just this incredible speaker, right? I mean, she's so <sighs> empowering. Oh, and she had said something, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was along the lines of, you know, when you think somebody else is extraordinary and you put them up on a pedestal, you're essentially letting yourself off the hook for even trying. And I was like, damn, Lisa, uh, oh, oh, you got me. And I had this thought in my mind, like, what if I just tried? Um, what, what could I accomplish? And so I said yes to doing this and started telling people and I told Misty, I'm, I'm in it with you, sister. And updated my Facebook status. And so it was like yeah, for real, real, right? At that real. point, it's Everybody happening. Knows. And when I, when I do something, I, I really want to go all mm -hmm. in. And so I decided I needed to hire a coach. And after digging around and finding the most reputable person in our area, mm -hmm. I found this guy named Scott and went to go meet with him and hopefully hire him and brought my bikini with me. And um, got in front of him and there's that moment of silence where, you know, he's just like evaluating, evaluating, he's literally me. picking apart your flaws. That's exactly oh my what God, happened. Excruciating. And I, you know, I'm ready for like him to say like, okay, yeah, we've got a little it. work to do. Yeah. Right. But we got this. And, uh, he said, you know, Rachel, this, this sport is really expensive and you know, you got to hire me and you've got to do buy a thousand dollars worth of supplements and the competition bikini is really expensive and it's just a very big investment if there's really no chance you can win uh, heart excuse stab me, what? what excuse me yeah and I said well why why don't you think I could win and he's like well your boobs are too small and you've got veins in your legs and you've got dimples in your ass and I was like Oh man. I mean, it's one thing to have insecurities, but mm -hmm. then to have somebody you respect point out those insecurities, yeah. man, and they're real. They're, they're real they're now. So, oh. You thought they were made up and maybe they could be, there's an inkling right. uncertainty. I felt like I was sucker punched, like in the gut. And I went out to my car and I just cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. I think I sat in that parking lot for upwards of an hour, just bawling. Mm -hmm. And then I kept hearing Lisa Nichols voice in my head and I asked that, like, I asked myself, are you really going to give up? Are you not going to even try? And I, I had to have, you know, a heart to heart with myself and make the decision if I was going to let this man dictate what I was going to be doing, or if I was going to prove him wrong. I love that and, so much. And I want to like, you know, if you're listening, you know, really emphasize, I'm not saying go out and bodybuild. I didn't bring her on to like create that. It's like, what is the limitation? What is the thing that you want to create? You know, is it a body that you love? Is it a body that you feel mm. comfortable in a one piece bathing suit? Is it being able to get on stage outside of bodybuilding, right? Like 
Or, you know, what are your stops? Like, what are the things and excuses that you're using? Is it because you're a mom and don't believe moms can look like that again? Or mm. that you don't have time because you have children? Or, you know, who is the, the Scott in your life that's really, you know, you've enabled to dictate what you do or don't do? And, you know, it can be inside of body shame or outside of it, but how can you listen from the lens of like what's going on in your life and how can you apply that? Like where could there be the awareness of like, Oh man, I didn't realize my dad telling me I'll never be a skinny person, mm. you know, mm -hmm. is still like my truth. So yeah. thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. And you know, most of the time it's not even, you know, an outside person telling mm -hmm. us, it's like, we are Scott. We are the yeah. ones that are saying we can't do something. That's such and a good reframe. we're so good at, at thinking about the reasons why we can't do something versus the reasons why we actually could accomplish something. And it's just this total mindset reframe. And at that point I was like, you know what, I'm not only going to do this competition, but I'm like, I'm going to freaking win. Like, yeah, I am going to take home a damn trophy. And I got very determined. I started waking up at 3.15 in the morning and working out for two hours before I would come home and meal prep fresh food for myself and my family and then take my four kids to school and go to work. And then I'd have a lunch break and I'd work out some more. And I'd the owner of a, my gym started noticing how often I was there. He's like, well, why are you practically living here, Rachel? And I was like, I'm doing the bodybuilding show. And he's like, man, like we would love to sponsor you and support you in this and give you a free gym membership. And I was like, oh my God, that's a, that's a thing. Yes, you can. Absolutely. You can. And it got me thinking. So I reached out to the, the local Nutri shop and the owner of it, this guy named Matt, um, said, absolutely, I'll sponsor you and I'll give you all your free supplements, but I would also love to pay for your posing classes. And can I coach you? And I was like, yes, you can. Yeah. And so it became like this impossible task initially that, you know, right. everything ended up working out exactly as yes. it should have been. And um, all the way so much so that I took home a second place trophy. Amazing. Woo! Amazing. There was 47 women and the woman that won, the, the girl really, that one was 19. So I feel like I won that I day. I love that. You, was, I mean, you won second place to a 19 year old. That's amazing. And I want to like that, not even just step over this part, but emphasize the like, when we're met with an obstacle, we see all the limitations clear as day. It's mm -hmm. going to be too expensive. It's time consuming. You know, you have all these kids, you have all this obligation as a fam as a mother. And, a and it's like, when you just say yes, like you just choose to say yes, everything falls into place. Like there's this I mean, all the sponsorships, right? Like, right? It's like you just trust that like you can do this and you and look what happens. So it's like, what are, where are you stopping at your limitations? And what if you just said yes and took that first step? Like what could be possible? Yes. Yes. And you know that, like looking back, that was the first platform that I ever had to be, mm. to motivate people. In fact, I, I remember because I was a mom and because I was in my thirties, I was 32, which in the bodybuilding world is like, you're old, you're, you're yeah. old, right? <laughs> you're like ancient. That, I mean, I got the local radio station starting interviewing me on a weekly basis to give like fitness tips. Yay! It was, oh it was so cool. I started getting people reaching out to me, asking for advice and mm -hmm. other moms. And I was like, man, like I can actually help influence people. And so it really became my first platform. But I think that the cream on the cake with that whole situation though, was running into Scott, 
my naysayer uh. behind the stage. Um, and he came up to me and he's like, God, I'm so glad that you didn't listen to me. And I was like, I'm yes. so glad I didn't listen to you too. Me too. Me too. That's so good. It's amazing. I really, and thanks for sharing your story. And, you know, I hope listener you're as inspired as I was because that's so it's so metaphorical and it's not just about bodybuilding. It's about getting out of your own way or yes. getting out of your own head and really taking that opportunity. And, you know, maybe someone asks you to run a 5k, right? Mm-hmm. Like how can you also challenge yourself? Um, and sometimes I realize it's so easy. It's like when we're so in our head, it's like we almost need to just engage our body and like working out or running or getting into our body to like get out of our head. Yes. It's so true. Wow. So true. And so it doesn't have to be something as grand as like right. a fitness competition. Totally. It's making the decision to like not look at the limitations, right. but think about the reasons why you can. And that can completely open up your world. And it, the competition for me really was something that like created momentum in my life. Right where every time I would come up on a situation where I like would start thinking about all of the reasons why I couldn't do it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. but I did that. So I can do anything. Yes. And so six months later, I picked up my entire family and moved out of state from California to Portland. And in the last four years, I mean, my life is almost unrecognizable. It's it's crazy. I quit my corporate job and launched a business with like no backup plan. So I mean, I was making, you know, almost a hundred thousand a year Mm -hmm. and like left because I was unhappy and ended up building my own company, which is now multi six figures. It's unbelievable. And I was able to build spark out of that. So I guess I didn't even actually tell you guys what I do. Yeah. What is spark? Let's back it up a little bit. So in addition to owning Auroric Media, which is a marketing agency, I am the owner and founder of Spark Global, which are self-development summits. So these big conferences that bring together women who are wanting to make an impact in the world or really just want to make a better version of their lives and themselves. And there are these two-day um, extraordinary events with a ton of speakers and They really were birthed out of me wanting to share my own story Mm -hmm. and wanting to make an impact in other women's lives and starting to reach out. This is maybe, I want to say like three, three and a half years ago, I started reaching out to, um, the uh, creators of different events and saying like, I, I would love to speak at your conference. And they're like, yeah, send over your speaker reel. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, oh, you don't have any experience. And I'm like, no, but I totally want to speak on your on your stage. And um, it was kind of like being in college all over again and needing to like get credit without credit. So it's like really hard to do. And I decided that rather than try to speak on other people's stages, I was just going to create my own damn stage. And that's where the spark conferences were born. So it was August of 2017. The first ever conference happened and it was myself and eight other speakers. And over the course of two days, um, we were able to just transform other lives. It was unbelievable. And every year since it's doubled in size and it's going to continue to do so. It's, I love that so much. Like, again, like where are you letting the limitation, like run what you do, right? Like if you want to be a speaker, like create your own damn stage. Like I can't get over that. And it's just so powerful. It's like, it's maybe it's not the stage. Like 
maybe you don't feel supported, create your own support. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't feel like you have a community. Maybe you can't move to Portland. Maybe you shouldn't move to Portland, but how can you create what you're looking for now? Like in front of you, with you, by you and be that catalyst yes. for the thing that you're like, I don't have this. Yeah. Do it, build it, do it and build it. Absolutely. And you got the, the, the box that we live in all of a sudden doesn't exist. Right. Like there's just so much that you can do if you start thinking about the, what, like what you can do and what you can create versus like what's holding you back. And I love this too, right? Like this is, you know, as if I couldn't be any more in love with you, you share (laughs) that you build this stage and it's not just like, Hey, come listen to me talk for two days. It's like, Hey, come listen to me talk. And I found all these wonderful women that are also very powerful and listen to them too. So what can you expect if you were to come to a spark event? Like what are these women talking about? Like, what are they, how did you find them? And what inspired you to bring community on? So it's, it's, it's really cool because it's, it's a ton of women. There's anywhere from eight to 12 speakers and we've gone as, as low as eight, as high as 12. And so I think the sweet spot's going to be somewhere in between. We're going to do 10 this year. Um, but they're, Yes, there's some women with a, a lot of experience and big followings, and they have, you know, traveled all over speaking. And there's also women that this is their first time ever Yay. speaking. And I, I had a woman reach out to me the other day, and she's like, I have a vision of speaking on a spark stage, but I don't have experience. I'm like, sweet. I love that. Please apply. And one of my favorite stories, actually, when I sold the first ever tickets to the first ever spark. It was to this woman named Cosette Leary. She goes by Coco. She lives in Vancouver, Washington. And she reached out to me after she got her ticket. And I was like, oh my God, I sold a ticket to my event. I'm so excited. (laughs) This is real. It's actually happening. She said, I don't know you, um, but I, something is being pulling me to your event. Like I know somehow this is going to change my life. And she was at that time working overnight, um, in like a assisted care facility Mm -hmm. and just not loving her job and just wanted a change in her life. And she knew that the catalyst was going to be spark. And so when she was there in the audience and this woman had to like save up to buy her ticket, she, I mean, she did everything she could to be there. She had to tell her job that she had just started that like, you might have to let me go, but I am going to need this time off because Mm -hmm. I have to be at this event. It was incredible. She took that risk. Right. Mm -hmm. And she came to the event and she's sitting in in the audience and we had a little bit, we had like 20, 20 minutes of like extra time. Mm -hmm. And I went up to her, I'm like, Coco, for some reason, like my intuition is telling me you need to just take this 20 minutes and have the stage for a little bit. Do you want to share your story? And she's like, Hell yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. And she grabbed that mic and she got up on the stage and it was the first time she'd ever spoken in front of a crowd. And the woman brought down the house. Like she had people standing on their chairs just clapping and crying. And she's realized at that moment, oh my gosh, I was born to be a speaker. And in the year between the first spark where she was an audience member and the second spark where she was a keynote speaker, she got a ton of speaking jobs. She left the job that she hated. She, I mean, she was one of the keynote speakers at Van Talks last year, which is a um, a sold out huge conference um, that is similar to Ted Talks. She's running for Congress in the next four years. Like her life is completely changed. 
And she's now um, just like an unbelievable motivational speaker, but she is where she's at now because she felt the calling to do something. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, no, I can't go to this conference because I just started this job and I don't have enough money. She found a way to create her own path and get there. And it has completely changed her life. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. And I can't like emphasize enough, like where are we viewing our limitations as like our no versus trusting our yes. Yes. And like what actually is possible when we follow that yes and we trust it. And I feel like there's only like, right? Like I hear already the like voices of everyone who's rolling their eyes, you know, (laughs) and it comes with practice, right? Like maybe it's not like trusting your yes, that you can afford a thousand dollar ticket and fly across country and you know, whatever, like, but how can you practice in little ways? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Little yeses. Because like, it does, it creates momentum. I mean, mm-hmm. like if you say yes to do it, maybe it's like, you know, going on that blind date or, right. or asking for that promotion at work. I mean, there's, there's that, those little yeses that create this unbelievable momentum in your life that all right. of a sudden, like your subconscious mind is like, Oh, I can, I can do, I can, I can do, do more that. than I thought I was capable yeah. of. And I mean, I am living walking proof. I mean, I am a girl from Red Bluff, California, who lived with, you know, my siblings and my mom, who was 18 when she had me. She worked two jobs as a waitress and a house cleaner. We were like lived in poverty. And I was the first one of my my family to go to college. And but it's it's crazy to me that that little girl who was so insecure, Mm -hmm. who didn't ever think that. I would amount to anything. In fact, one of my mom's boyfriends when I was growing up said that I was going to be barefoot and pregnant by the time I was 16. Thanks, dude. Yeah, right? (laughs) Ass. Um, But being like who I am now, it's, it's just like I am just want to emphasize so much that if I can be where I'm at now in life and going in the places that I'm going that, God, you can do anything. Totally. Truly. Yeah, absolutely. And what were some of the things that like you could give credit to? Like if you hadn't had this, maybe you wouldn't have gotten here like support system or, you know, like a community or, you know, what are some of the things that stood out that benefited you along your journey? Um, definitely a strong spirituality practice. Mm. Um, I started reading, um, self-development books. I want to say the first big one that I, I read was you are a badass. Oh my gosh. That's the yeah. one that signed me up for coaching. I was like, I need to be this. I'm going to be this woman. Yes. And I turn it over and she's like a coach. I'm like, Yes. 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 Jensen Chero. Go read it. Jensen Chero, you're a badass. Oh, that book changed my life. I couldn't agree more. It really did. And, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, like med, like what is, I had no idea even like what meditation was until she Mm. explained it in a way that like made sense. Plain English. Yeah. If you don't like reading, this woman writes in plain English, like dialogue. She throws a couple swear words. (laughs) It's just great. The audio book, the audio book is amazing. Even better. I loved it. Um, but like, like actually spending 10 minutes a day every morning, just clearing my mind and uh, meditating. And the way that I view meditating is like when, when you pray and if you're, you know, if you are a person that prays, like you're, that's where you're like talking to God or the universe or, you know, whatever you believe in. And when you meditate, it's when you clear your head enough to where you can actually listen. Mm-hmm. And so I've had these divine downloads that I call them that when I'm coming out of a meditation spark is one of them Mm. where I was like, Oh my God, I'm just going to 
I'm just going to create my own event. That was after a meditation. Um, there, when I quit my, my corporate job, it was because I, in, during a meditation, I said, all right, like, I'm just going to give this up to you and I'm going to follow my intuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, like all of the signs pointed to quitting my job. And like, that was because I spent 10 minutes a day in meditation. So it doesn't have to be like one of those yeah, long like, hour long sessions. Totally. Right. <laughs> like I'm already like, again, like if you're listening and you're rolling your eyes, I can already feel it. Like meet yourself where you're at. You know, maybe you listen to your mind chatter for 10 minutes. Maybe you listen to your mind chatter for eight minutes the next day, or maybe you have 30 seconds of peace and quiet until, right. It's just notice. Like, I think that someone said something to me, like meditation is the equivalent to like watching the clouds go by. You Mm -hmm. just watch them. The clouds are your thoughts. Just Oh, there they are. And if you get engaged (laughs) in one and you start to worry or, you know, whatever, follow the rabbit hole, pull yourself back. Like all you have to do is be like, Oh, Whoa, just noticed and yeah. I'm breathing. Right. It's such a practice that we roll our eyes out and don't even give it a try because we automatically are like, I have a thousand things on my mind all of the time. Yes. Like, I can't do it. But you know what though? If you study like every, every successful person, I want actually, I can't say every, but like 98% of successful people that are like living really amazing lives. If you talk to them or if you listen to interviews, they all meditate. Like it's, right. It's like this underlying like secret and I'm putting quotes in the air. You can't see, um, secret sauce that everybody's doing, but, um, not everybody is practicing. Totally. And I think it's, it's so much more simple than that. It's really, it's not like asking people what to do or having people tell you what to do. It's like listening to like, what do you want to do? You know? And I love that connection to like, what is, you know, your higher power, whatever you call the universe, God, whomever, right? Yeah. What do they also want you to do, right? Like, it's like, you know, I, I, the thing that I always work on is like, what's God's will? You know, what does he want? And noticing where am I like dictating that of like, no, no, this shall be versus the universe is like, nope, sister, (laughs) 55 signs say this way. And you're still, (laughs) still going left. What's oh, happening? how often do we think that we can control like the, the next steps in our life? I was just talking to a friend about this the other day and I'm like, you are not in charge of knowing what your next step is. All you need to do is visualize and focus on where you want to be mm-hmm. and then follow the signs that will lead you there. And, right. um, your intuition is your, your biggest GPS. Like, totally. the, like you have those gut feelings and those, those like natural, just like knows, just mm-hmm. that knowing like this is the right decision, even if it like doesn't make sense on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you follow that, I swear to God, that will never steer you wrong. Right. Never. And oftentimes it's scary mm-hmm. and it's um, not always what everybody else is telling you you should do or maybe right. like the, the instruction manual that you put together for your life is <laughs> telling you what to now, do. Now, uh, no longer to date. Uh, Right. Not realistic any longer. And I love that too. So it's really, you know, we're going to go to a break here in a couple minutes and take the time to kind of sit with like, what are the ways that I know how to practice trusting myself or what does my intuition feel like? And how can you discern like, is my intuition that gut feeling that lives in my diaphragm or mm-hmm. is it 
my gut feeling that makes me so anxious, I'm going to explode or right. Like how can you really get curious about what yours looks like? Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't identify with the word gut feeling. Maybe it's kind of this heart knowing, or maybe it's this like, well, I'm so anxious. I can't even stand myself. Right. (laughs) And how can you challenge yourself? Maybe this week, maybe today, maybe for five minutes, you know, listening into what that is trying to point to. And the way that we build new behaviors or habits is by really giving ourselves the opportunity to be able to try new things and Mm. get to know ourselves on such a more intimate level. So tune in for the second half and we will jump into what is your intuition? What does that look like? And a lot more about how to get involved with Rachel and what she's up to in the world. Thank you so much for listening so far. Again, this is Rachel O'Rourke and Clarice Connolly, and you can find Rachel on Spark. We are spark.us. There you go. So check that out too over the break, and we will get back to more. Are you seeking to change your career to something that is both fulfilling and challenging? Do you want to help people reach their full potential and strive to achieve their dreams? Would you like to inspire those around you and help create a better world? If you're serious about a career change or just want to explore the craft of personal coaching, contact Accomplishment Coaching with locations across the country in Washington, D.C., Seattle, Chicago, New York City, and San Diego. Accomplishment Coaching is the leading institution in personal coaching. Our staff carefully monitors the entire program live during the training process and have met the strict standards of ICF International to achieve accreditation. Through a focus on quality instruction rather than endless modules of training, Accomplishment Coaching will guide you from your very first step all the way to becoming one of the finest coaches in the world. Visit AccomplishmentCoaching.com to learn more. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. Christopher McAuliffe is your source for the latest in the world of personal coaching. Whether it be speaking with such luminaries as Deepak Chopra or getting the newest techniques and innovation, the coaching show is always on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Welcome back to the second half Heart Empowered Women podcast. I am your hostess, Clarice Connolly, and you can find me on empoweringwomen.coach. And with us, we have Rachel O'Rourke, who is an amazing individual, and I'm just so excited to jump into all the things that we have to talk about. 
Um, if, to find out more about her, we are spark.com. Where else can people find you? We are sparked at us. Thank you. Yes. And, um, I mean, I'm on social media at Rachel O'Rourke. O-R-O-U-R-K-E. Very Irish name that nobody can pronounce. I know. Connolly. <laughs> right. Happens, so Irish. Um, Amazing. And we also, um, oh my gosh, we have so much more to talk oh about. Oh my God. I know. Like speaking of podcasts, I'm launching a podcast next month myself. Launching a podcast. Very exciting. So, so if you love her, love her energy and want to learn more about her, how, what's the podcast? How do we talk about it? What is it? Oh, well, it's going to be called, it? it's going to be called Straight Out of Portland. Amazing. Which I am co-hosting with uh, an funniest woman I think I've ever met. Her name's Lizzie Keith and she is hilarious. And um, we met when, um, She's a, a group fitness instructor, actually, at 24-Hour Fitness. And I used to be a GM at 24-Hour Fitness. Nice. And um, she's just awesome. But the, the premise around the podcast is really just to, like, talk about the funny things in life, but also um, talk about topics that are related to um, the book that I'm writing. Oh, which is, there's a book that's happening. Book. All right. I'm, all right. Tell us I'm, about the book. There's What's... a lot of plates in the air. Like the I'm more so that excited. I talk about them, I'm like, man, how do I do all these things? And you have four children. Just yes. going to throw that out there, moms. No excuses. No excuses. Um, yeah, the book is called 27 Things. And it really is just kind of chronicling the, the things in my life and the things that I've seen in other women's lives that are stopping them from living extraordinary lives. And I've narrowed it down to 27 specific wow, things. Oh, um, that are holding you back and how you can like navigate past it. So you can actually start living the life that you were born to be living. And, um, it's, mm. it's a lot of what I talk about at, at the spark events. And, um, it's really kind of a roadmap, I guess you could say. I'm hoping it's going to come out at the end of this year. My editor and I are working together to hopefully get this out by the end of the year. Um, but it's, it's one of those things. Have you ever like had something that you've been wanting to do for the longest time, longest time. and I put it on the back burner for so long and it's been now like for this last year screaming to be written. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. I will listen to you. Um, I, I always think of that about my journals. Like I was like the lost kid that didn't really talk to like share my inner whatever's with people. So I just buried it in a journal and I have all of them from when I was like eight years old till present. Wow. I'm like, what do I do with these things? <laughs> They're so juicy. Write a book. Oh my gosh. And then you find in Portland, they have the, or no, it's, I think it's worldwide. It's like the, um, comedy skit where people read their journals and That's their diaries. Yes. <gasps> and, um, I think it's on even Ted, Ted, uh, Netflix and so on and so forth. I can't even remember what it's called now that I'm trying to Oh my gosh. It. But I was like, oh my God, I need to submit my journal <laughs> entries because this is so funny. That's so funny. I found a journal from when, actually I think it was a diary back then, from when I was in like the fourth grade. Oh yeah. And I was reading it in front of my kids recently. So boy crazy. And I was like, Josh Coulter is the <laughs> cutest ever. He wore his swimming trunks at the party the other day. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so boy crazy. Amazing. So yeah. good. And oh man, I, it's, me too. We can make that a whole nother podcast. So, so the book, the book, the book was, has been on like my vision board for like the last 
five years and it stayed on my vision board until, <laughs> until like maybe eight months ago when I was like, you know, this is going to stay here forever unless I actually start Do taking something. some action. Yeah. Um, which is one of the 27 things actually is that we are so good at visualizing. And especially mm-hmm. when we kind of have that awakened moment, when we realize the power of visualization, yeah. um, like, and that's, I swear to God, that's one of the most powerful things that has um, brought my life to where it is now because I have visualized right. every great thing has happened in my life. I've um, first drawn it up in my head. In fact, something that's going to happen someday that is in living in my head, I've, I'm wearing a white dress and I'm standing on a stage and I'm looking out at like thousands of people and to my left is Miss Oprah Winfrey and mm-hmm. I can... I can see it and I can feel it. And I have this white dress hanging up in my, in my room so I can visualize it every single day and remind myself of what's going to happen because I, I mean, I really do believe in the power of visualization. However, so many of us love to visualize and make our vision boards and daydream and then we don't do anything about it. We don't take any action. So the the big key piece for me in getting this book done, I was like, man, this in order for me, like for a book to happen, it's just not going to magically appear. Like I actually have to write the damn right. thing. Right. So um, now that we're talking about that, it kind of leads into why I'm doing the next event that I'm doing, which is my first co-branded event. I'm doing an event with another woman, um, Maru Yabichiela, and I can never pronounce her name right. Sorry if I Sounds messed beautiful. that up, Maru. It's, yeah, it's just, it rolls <laughs> off her tongue. She's she's Spanish, and she just sounds so good. Um, but she she was actually one of the first speakers at, at a Spark event, and she's somebody that when I first met her, I thought it was like you have one, one of those celebrity moments where oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, it's Maru. And I was like nervous and sweaty and because she's just this incredible woman who has this huge online following. And I saw her speak at an event and I was like starstruck. Oh my gosh. So starstruck that when I reached out to ask her if she would speak at my first event, I was like, oh, she's going to say no. She's going to say no. (gasps) And then she spoke at my second event. Of course she said yes. And, um, she reached out to me like last December and was like, Rachel, like, I want to do an event with you. And I was like, with what? me? With me? <laughs> what? Excuse me, you're on a pedestal. Uh, I don't know that this uh, is a thing. <laughs> yeah, those pedestals we put people on, right? And um, she came up with, she's like, this, I ha- this event thought that she had in her head was called Shut Up or Show Up. And it's about how women are the the things that women are are doing to set themselves back. And it was so in alignment with the book I am writing. I was like, Maru, I'm writing a book about this exact same topic. And of course, that's how the universe works. That's how God works, that he brings people together for these reasons. And so we're doing an event this year on June 21st and 22nd in Portland. Portland, got it. So if you want a small taste of Portland, you can come visit. Yes. 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 Go to to shutupershowup.com. And it's going to be two days um, during the summer solstice, which is the time of the year when the most light comes into into the earth. And magical time. And you get to... um, meet myself and Maru and some and other incredible speakers that we're having and just experience not only the summer of Portland, but the magic of bringing 
300 plus women together who are all wanting to take that next step and showing up in their lives. And nice. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. So it's, it's really an event that's about, you know, getting out of your own way and, and really just showing up for yourself. Yep. hundred percent. And we're going to be it. going over a, like, many of the 27 things. Yes. And not only like pointing them out, cause the first step is recognizing what's stepping you, what's totally. holding you back, but like, how do you get past that? What are the, the actual tangible things that you can do to get past that and get rid of that block in your life? Are you, are you willing to give us one little teaser, one little half milla? Like, one of, what's the... Mm. <laughs> well, oh. While you're thinking of that, I was just thinking of... <laughs> so I actually interviewed Jen Sincero on a podcast on the coaching show. So talk about pedestal, right? She's got the, pedest- <laughs> the biggest pedestal in my book. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to her. I'm going to invite her onto the coaching show and I'm going to ask her about herself. And I'm just going to be like, you changed my life. Could you please come? And so I co-host it with Christopher McAuliffe, who's been doing it for 16 years. He's been the the host and like master certified coach. Like he's an incredible individual. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to coattail. I'm just going to be there and it's going to be amazing. But he was sick that day. So then I was like, "Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, I have to do this with myself. I'm going to interview my like role model by myself. I was so starstruck. I had to like phone a friend. I'm like, can you come with me? Can you join me and do this with me? And you know, it's just crazy. Had I not like reached out, you know, if you don't take that first action to be able to, you know, I, I envisioned like, Oh my God, I'm going to interview her and then I'm going to be here. And then of course, you know what I mean? That is I'm gonna... so amazing. Crazy. Right. And if I hadn't taken the action to like send her the email to invite her to be on, you know, I may never have interviewed her. I, whether or not I did very good, I never listened to it oh. because I was like, I did terrible. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Right. But, um, I just love that you're, you emphasize that. And I, I don't know that people give that enough airtime because it's like, people are always like, you need to start meditating or like try meditating, do meditating, like, right. Or we, and then vision boarding or manifesting. And you know, there's so there's the woo woo language. And then there's like, it's really just visualization. But what we need to like emphasize is the action. Yes. Take the action, take the action. hundred percent, man. And it's so easy to let yourself off the hook and, you know, that's why I do the accountability coaching is because if you have one person to be accountable to, Mm -hmm. so important, so important, you know, you really have skin in the game and it's so easy to, to take a detour. It really is like, I mean, and that's, we're talking about the power of visualization. I like, I think about visualization is like, if you're on this journey, right, say you're going on a road trip and you have no idea, like where you're going to end up. If you don't put an address into the yeah, GPS, right? Drive you're just going to be driving around and you're, you might end up somewhere that is awful. I mean, that's how living our life really is though. If we don't actually like have a vision in our head of where we want our lives to end up. And like, for me, like that's one of the visions is standing on that stage right. with Oprah in my white dress. Mm-hmm. Then there's no possible way I'm going to actually end up there. Um, but like when we're on this road trip, if we don't plug in the GPS, but then like, another thing is like with taking action is like actually listening to like the signs of our life. Right. So there's signs all over the place, right? Turn Mm -hmm. left here, stop here, you -hmm. know, yield or whatever. I mean, those are the, the intuitive feelings that we get. And if you don't actually like stop and pay attention or slow down enough and like with 
a good meditation practice right. maybe and listen for those signs and it's going to take twice as long to get right. where we want to go and totally absolutely and I love that so much and a lot of my work has been like yeah I'm going to live the American dream because that's what everyone else is doing mm. and then I started to live that and I was like actually I don't like this oh. it doesn't resonate right like it didn't it just felt torturous and painful. And then I realized, oh, I'm living the American dream to like prove myself to other people or to like make my dad proud. And then you're like, wait, he's going to be proud no matter what I do. And who do I need to prove myself for? You know, right. It's like, once you start to love yourself, it's like, oh, I actually don't need anybody else's validation. That's oh great. Oh my gosh. Right. Yes. And so it's like, how do you <clears throat> see like, this isn't like, Hey, this podcast is going to convert you to stop doing your nine to five and be an entrepreneur. No. Like if you are doing the nine to five and you love it and your heart is in it and that's what you've chosen and you feel good and you're like alive, keep doing that. Yeah. But if there's this calling that's like, Hey, I want to create a side community so that I could knit with friends, like do that, follow that. Right. So listen to the level of like where you're at and what you want. And this isn't like become Oprah Winfrey overnight. It's just like, listen to your heart. And you know, what are the things that you're denying yourself because you have so many limitations and excuses and, yeah. you know, if you don't have a tribe or, you know, group or support that believes in what you're doing, like fly out to an event, go to, go to a seminar, go to a, you know, and find more people that are there actually yes. for the exact same reason, right? Stay connected. And the actions don't need to be this huge daunting thing, like write a book tomorrow. No, no. And I'm glad that you mentioned like finding, finding people and finding mm -hmm. your tribe. Cause that, that is, I mean, that's one of those 27 things is, is, Okay. Yes, we got one. We got okay. Here's, here's one. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you get. Go buy the book. Get involved. <laughs> but we we hang out with people, and we surround ourselves with people who are not on the same journey as us, and who don't necessarily support our vision, right? And and sometimes that's really hard. I mean, like for, for I'll give you an example. Like when I d really decided that I wanted to up level my life, I I had like my little tight circle of people that were around me were people that were like just unfortunately negative people that mm -hmm. anytime I would share something exciting, they would point out reasons why I couldn't do it or they weren't really living the life that they were wanting to live. And so that, that energy was rubbing off on me. Years. Yeah. And I mean, they, what is the saying? You are the five people that you hang out with. Mm -hmm. And, and so like one of those 27 things is like, man, you you have to not only like level up your energy, but you have to surround yourself with people that are like at the higher energy level than mm -hmm. you are and higher vibration. And when you talk about like the law of attraction, I mean, that's the, the fact that everything is made up of energy and, um, that energy is vibrating at a certain frequency. And, and if you want to attract amazing things in your life, you have to be, you yourself have to be vibrating at a higher energy. And one of the fastest things to bring down your energy is, is other people's energy. Mm -hmm. And so finding people in your life that are doing great things. And one of like the easiest way to do that is to go to like an Events. event, go to yeah. an event and Absolutely. find, find people who are interested in what you're doing and who are doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, like you like I'm rubbing elbows with you right now and I'm like I want to be like Clarice and so I'm going to spend time with Clarice yeah, absolutely. right absolutely and I love that too and you know 
same thing. Like I always, my lines always, you know, I drew, I grew up a dreamer in a city full of realists, you know, mm. it was like every dream I had, I feel like everyone just put it, picked out the realistic, like that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then I just was like, well, okay, Pittsburgh, I'm out of here and mm. flew my little self to San Diego. But I spent years trying to get people on board, like move with me, come with me, you know, and get people enrolled to like what I saw possible. And, you know, had I given in to the fact that nobody got it or everyone was like, why would you leave family? Why would you leave everything mm -hmm. you know and love for a complete place that's just made up of palm trees and, you know, beaches and everyone says it's great. But, you know, it's like, don't count on anyone else. Like, don't wait for everyone else to get on board. It's like, yeah. go do and be. And you're the driver. Oh my gosh. Everything has fallen into place for me. And, you know, it's, again, it doesn't need to be so black and white or so big and vast and an extreme move. It's literally like, you know, I love Portland. I've every group I've been to has a Facebook page that's up to like, there's like boss ladies PDX. Yeah. Like, and it's like, how can you go on Facebook and find a group that women are wanting to be boss ladies Absolutely. or that you don't even have to leave your house anymore. You don't even have, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. So really like what's that tiny step that you can take. And you know, we don't need to sit here and list all of them because you know, you know what that tiny thing is and yeah. listen to that fear. That's like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what happens when I start to surround myself with boss ladies, you know? Um, or I'm not good enough to be around these yes. people. Like get rid of that right totally. away. Like you can honor it and just kind of like create a little shelf for it to sit on and in the backseat of the bus, you know, <laughs> or whatever you need. Um, and I love it, right? Like you're listening to this podcast. That's a great step. Like if you don't have people that are having this type of conversation, how can you spend more time listening to podcasts yeah, that, that are empowering? Content. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, there's there's a lot of negative content that's out there. I mean, not just on the news. I mean, one like, yes, stay informed, but but please don't listen to the news all the time. Right. <laughs> there's just so much Moderation. negativity. Moderation. Um, but like, yeah, social media. I mean, there's if you have anything that triggers you or makes you feel negative on social media, maybe that's a particular person or a page that you follow. Stop doing it. Oh my gosh, I had my friend point that out to me yesterday. He was like, I noticed that I was kind of complaining about my Facebook and I stopped opening my Facebook because everything I was seeing was a, everyone complaining. And then he was like, Oh wait, I can unfollow them or right? I can mute them. Right. So it's like, if you notice that all of the drama that you're surrounded by or addicted to by opening up your Facebook, like unfollow that person or mute them so they don't show up. And yes. it's literally, I subconsciously did it because now all I see is entrepreneurial posts I have women that are, you know, out making ripples, asking for support from the community, like looking for resources, like build a network. If you don't have one, just get involved and your network will appear. And it's such a beautiful concept that's so simple. Yes. It just starts with, you know, just having this vision and then sharing it out loud. Yes. Yes. Amen, sister. And you know, you never know who you're going to meet, whether it be online or whether it be at an event. I mean, the first ever women's conference that I ever went to, I sat next to this woman who would like, would not stop talking. Like even when the speakers were talking, she was talking and I was like, Oh my God, this woman is like going to get me in trouble. And she ended up being, becoming one of my best friends. She was the maid of honor in my wedding. Aww. She helped me launch the first spark. Her oh name gosh. is Molly Openshaw. And she's like, 
one of the most incredible, influential people in my life. And that was just because I took a risk and said yes mm. to going to an event. And yes. you don't, like you said, though, you don't even have to leave your, your mm-hmm. home. You can find these people online. Absolutely. And I mean, a little more um, story and proof. I have been talking for a while, right? Since, um, since I've, I mean, I'm in my, I'm on my two years of doing this. I've been holding my own podcast for two years. And early last year, I finally reclaimed the part of myself that I had kind of given up on because or disown essentially because I had contracted herpes Mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know, swore off relationships and swore off, you know, this kind of part of myself that I really couldn't put into words and I still really can't. But I noticed that I, I turned my back on God because I felt like, how could you do this to me? Like, what did I do to deserve this? And to really recreate a new relationship to my higher Mm -hmm. power, um, allowed me to see that, this was such a gift. Like this is actually the catalyst that drove me to be who I am and where I am. And the more that I embodied that and embraced it and stood on top of my story instead of in it, the more that I got the courage to shamelessly share and talk about it. And I've moved to Portland, right? I've spent the last year talking about it in San Diego, in groups, in small intimate settings. And it's like, I still feel like the only person that has it. And I moved to Portland and I share in a room full of 40 women and six women come up to me after like, Hey, me too. And Mm -hmm. that is the like thing I'm talking about. Like it's, you know, if you're given 30 seconds, like what do you want to share? And I shared like, Hey, I have herpes and I'm looking to create a support group to support women to be able to share and talk about it too. Right. And look what that happened. And it's so powerful. And I've done it three more times in the city and it's remarkable like how many more women have stepped up in such a large group and Mm. it's because I said it in front of so many people that now I have a space to hold the support group meeting which is actually the one we're sitting in because of Rachel and you know and it's like um I then was connected to a woman who then knew all the secret societal underground Facebook groups to add and then I get in there and then all of a sudden they're like oh you know um the person that was hosting it dropped off and doesn't do it anymore because they lost their space and they lost funding or whatever it was. And so I have the opportunity to pick up where she left off and now create this. Right. And because I have the experience of living like two years in a recovery home and coaching for the last four years, I can create a support group the way that I feel would be more modern and more intentional and more, you know, less hospital. Like it feels so like cold. I can't think of how to explain it. Like when you walk into a hospital, every support group I've ever been has been in a hospital and you're like already like, <laughs> it's all sterile. Uh, sterile is yeah. the word. And you know, so it's like, you know, if you see this gap that there is not a local support group or that you don't feel supported and being inside of, you know, having this thing that's hard, right? Like having herpes and not wanting to like just let everybody flounder around on these hidden groups and hide behind the stigma, right? So you want them to bring them in the light because it's not just about me. It's not just about like me getting in the light and feeling empowered and sharing shamelessly. It's like, how do we build those around us? Like, how do we also bring them up too? And how can you take one little 
maybe horrific thing or one little pull and like follow that and create something beautiful from it. You created your own stage, just like I did Spark, but you mm-hmm. created your own platform to, to share with women about your experience and given permission to other women to step up and share. Yeah. I love That's that. Awesome. And I love that too. It's like even a 30 seconds in front of 15 people is creating your own stage. You don't need a physical yeah. stage. No, no. That, oh, that's beautiful. And I was there when you spoke that day. And I remember thinking like, man, she's so courageous that, I mean, just by you being so vulnerable, you opened up other women to be able to be vulnerable too. Yeah, absolutely. So again, like whether your story is like mine or whether your story is like Rachel's or whether your story is nothing like either of them, you know, how can you listen from your lens? How can you meet yourself where you're at? How can you view your limitations? Maybe just write them down and leave them in a book, right? Or pick up the 27 things when it comes out the end of the year or or say yes to that seminar that sparks your interest or, Mm. you know, pick up another podcast that's more empowering than, you know, the usual bubble gum for the brain, right? And notice that you don't have to do it alone. No, nope. There's such a big support network out there. Tap into it. And you know what the first step is. So follow that. So awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, To learn more about Rachel, we are spark.us. I am Clarice Connolly, empoweringwomen.coach. Check out Shut Up and Show Up podcast. Thanks so much for you. 